BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, welcome to episode 10. I can't believe we're at 10 of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang. The podcast brought to you by Extension Marketing. And for more information, you can check out extensionmarketing.com. Okay, she is the co-author of Wellness on the Go, is the creator of the Roadmap to Wellness. And now she's decided to, I don't know, add a third book to the mix, which is completely crazy. And this one is called Hack Your Health Habits. So Dr. Natalie Beauchamp is joining us. She's also the owner of Sante Chiropractic. She's a functional medicine practitioner uh, and also the founder of the Ottawa Health and Wellness Expo. So the list is incredibly long. Uh, And one of my former Today's the Day contributors. I loved our years together doing that. It's funny because just this week I was going back on my YouTube channel and I was looking at our podcast. We look a little bit younger, but nothing, (laughs) nothing much more different than that. That's it, right? We don't have the gray hairs yet, so we're still we're holding out. We're doing okay. It is great to have you here. I do want to start with this. I want to let people know that this book is equivalent to about a 10 pound weight. I could actually curl. I am actually curling right now this book. Dual purpose, right? If you want to do weights, you know, go ahead. This is uh, unbelievable. It's thick. It is filled with an enormous amount of, of information. What was the idea for you? Like, why this book? And especially this title, Hack, Hack Your, Your Health, Health Habit, yeah. which is a mouthful for yes. a francophone to say. I have to say, practicing my H's. Um, why? Well, I've been in practice for 22 years now. And I think I get a very good uh, pulse on what people need. And, you know, there's so much information out there. And nobody has time to read 10 books on a different topic. And people are confused because I always say, you know, one day vitamin D is good for you. The next day, oh, be careful. You know, something bad's going to happen. If you take too much. So I really wanted to decipher that information, cut through the you know what, and make it actionable as well. So I've developed a hacking process of hacking habits because you know, a lot of people say, oh, I know, I know, I should do this, I should eat better. But well, if we know, why aren't we doing it, right? So I came up with a hacking process of three levels, an easy, a, a super easy, a easy and a harder. And then it also comes with a playbook where I go over in details, well, not in details of what you've read, but okay, you've read this chapter, what have you learned? And what do you want to implement? You, not you mm-hmm. know your neighbor, but you, what do you want to implement? And then I have you decide, is it a level one, a level two, a level three? Are you looking at doing this now in three months, in six months? So a level three could be, you know, stopping smoking for someone or going on a gluten-free diet. Well, you need to prepare, you know, you can't just, well, I mean, some people stop smoking just like that, but you know, there's some stuff you may not be ready, but at least you've made a list. So you can, you know, it's it congruent with goals. And I also, I'm in the process of designing a planner that goes with it. Because even myself, I have stuff that I want to implement and hack and get better at. And I'm yet to find, to this day, a planner that encompasses my health and my business. So I'm coming up with something. And even if people don't have a business, they'll be able to implement it. Okay. By using the word hack, 
Yeah, why that okay, word? Okay, you know, yeah. like I, I go and I, it's kind of like you, you're trying to find hacks. Sometimes it's you're trying to find the easier way yeah. Yeah. Uh, to do something. Yeah. So to hack, you know, is it our habit? Is it that it's breaking, you know, away from uh, the customary or our habits or figuring out a way? Because breaking a habit, I think for a lot of people, is it's very hard. difficult. We're a creature of mm-hmm. habits. And habits are good, you know, if they're good be. habits, right? So why that word? I was trying to, actually, it's 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 dual in its meaning that you're hacking and creating a shortcut because nobody has time to do three years of other school and doing the research. So I'm, I'm hacking, I'm saving you time. And then we're hacking the habits themselves because what tools are you going to implement to make those changes? So let's say some people say, oh, I'm not going to bother buying vitamins. I never think of taking them. Okay, well, what are, do you do every day that's important to you? Well, I brush my teeth. All right, well, how about putting your vitamins just beside your toothbrush and then plan b you always go in your purse right so buying a little case put the put some vitamins in there so if you're out the door without brushing your teeth you have a plan b for for that so i mean they're quick simple little hacks that you know it doesn't have to be that hard you just have to plan and be aware the first Mm -hmm. thing is to be aware and having a big enough why so in your head if you think that taking vitamin or many vitamins or one multivitamin is not important, do you think you're gonna implement the habit? No. Right? So it's understanding also the why. So awareness and the why is crucial for us to change our habits. Okay, there are a number of things that you wanna tackle in this. And I wanna let people know, like when I mentioned that it's a, it's a pretty big book, there's essentially like 12 Sections. 12 sections. Yeah. Okay. And then within each of the sections, you know, are a number of chapters and a number of things. So we to got focus 62 on. chapters. Okay. <laughs> there you have a better idea. 62 <laughs> chapters. Like, where do you start then? I mean, are you starting from the questions that you get from your patients? Where, where did you start with? Section one, chapter well, one. Section one what, is yeah. just that talking about why, talking about our purpose, our values. Because if you don't understand what your core values are, you're again are going to be struggling. So if you say you know you want to lose well, uh, uh, weight, but health is not a strong value to you, what is it get that? is going to want to lose weight uh, and implement the weight, uh, you know, changes that, the implementation mm-hmm. of basically changing stuff. So I think it's good to follow the flow, but it also depends on the person's knowledge. Um, I know one section that is very popular is the detoxification section, the gut section, the brain section. So some people are fairly knowledgeable mm-hmm. already, but I did lay out uh, the basic, because sometimes we think we know, mm-hmm. but we don't completely know. So I wanted to, you know, put everyone on kind of equal, um, yeah. you know. But but it's good, because I think for those that are knowledgeable in some aspect, they're, they're knowing that maybe section two, four, and seven aren't for them, exactly. but the rest are going to work. So yeah. I'm going to just kind of go through it. So you have the first one, really getting motivated, understanding what it is that you're doing, yeah. uh, and trying to at least access how you can be more productive yes. about your health. And then you go in into the basics, understanding the foods, understanding. And so I'm assuming there's a ton of chapters kind of as we're heading in there. Yeah. You have um, 
understanding what two foods are going to be better suited for you. Yeah. And I think that's a big one, right? Is that that's you big. people start to understand foods, but every person is so different. And some foods and some yeah. ways of eating are going to be very different for yeah. one individual over another. Yeah. And so do you help people understand what would be beneficial or what they need to understand for themselves? Yes, because I always say, you know, I'm not going to be with them to do groceries. So they need to understand the foods that they're buying, reading labels and all of that stuff. And it's a great point that you're bringing up, Leanne, because everybody is different. That's something that drives me nuts. Oh, my girlfriend's doing, uh, she's lost a whole bunch of weight. Uh, she's doing the ketogenic diet. It's fantastic. Well, good for her. And I love the ketogenic diet and it has huge amount of merits, but it might not be for you. So I think medicine, or healthcare um, in, in general is trying to put everyone in the same basket, yet we are completely different. Now we have genetic tests uh, that are not just there to tell us if we're, we have you know, genes that can really be bad for us, but to tweak how our, or, or understand how your metabolism is working, how your detoxification pathways are working. So talk about insight here. So you may be processing estrogen much more efficiently and detoxifying more efficiently than I. We don't know that. So I think the future of medicine is truly in personalized medicine. And from that, I think people have to realize that our healthcare system, first of all, I wish they would change the name to sick care. And, you know, on the Quebec side, they call it carte d'assurance maladie. Maladie means sick, which I think reflects the point really well, that if you're sick, they're pretty darn good at uh, resolving, you know, issues with heart, like heart attack mm -hmm. and stroke and broken bones. But healthcare is really, truly what you do on a daily basis and nobody else is going to do it for you so that personalized medicine approach needs to be gained by more holistic practitioners that oftentimes you'll have to pay now you know is it frustrating that you have to pay for stuff when it relates to your health Yes, it is. It's disappointing. You know, you pay your taxes and I pay mm -hmm. mine and we'd like to have access to that. But I always say to patient, if you need a bed at Montfort for someone who just had a heart attack or, you know, a random genetic testing to see if you have uh, errors in your code to see if you metabolize, you know, fat uh, better, which one do you think take, takes priority, right? So I understand why things are the way they are. Right, but long term. Long term. Long term, yeah. we could be saving yeah. the patients that are in the cardiac unit or yeah. in the cancer unit based on understanding yeah. every individual's personal genetics yeah. Yeah. And, and knowing what foods, yeah. exercise, yeah. like, I, I mean, it's such a, a different way of thinking, but I honestly believe more and more people are thinking that way. Yes. Um, that we are looking at preventative care yeah. rather than having to use the healthcare yeah. system. Yeah. And do you find that? I mean, especially even knowing that a book like this is is wanted out yes. on the market, that people are looking for those answers. So the, the answer is yes and no. And, you know, at the beginning, you asked me the why. And I keep saying to friends mostly that I'm bent on finding a way to get to a person before they have an event. And what I mean by an event is a cancer diagnosis, a heart attack, or a stroke. We're, we're, we're a creature of uh, habits, but we're also pain and pleasure. So if there's no pain, if you don't have any symptoms, 
you're not, you know, inclined to act upon something. And being overweight for some people is their only symptom, not that it is necessarily, you know, it could be heavier, you know, carrying the weight, but we're basically pain or pleasure. And when people are not in pain or have major symptoms, and symptoms are your body telling you something is wrong, so it's kind of the, the alarm system, and you're not going to just, you know, blow the smoke from over the alarm, you're going to attend to the fire, but that's what we do. Um, or we're pleasure. So it's a matter of finding, you know, how much can a person embrace those changes more from a pleasure of knowing that they're doing the right thing. But add to this component that what about the fellow that is 93 years old, smoked all his life and is still alive and doing quite fine. So I get that often. Well, geez, yeah. you know, so and so, oh my God, she ran, she ate well, da da da. And then boom, there she's, you know, has cancer or, or so, and so forth. So I'm not saying that Genetic is not a factor, but it's about 5 to 10% of our genes that will really um, set the stage, if you want, for disease to manifest themselves. And the other percentage is our lifestyle. And can we be assured that, you know, if we have uh, a good, good lifestyle compared to the norm, that we're not going to develop some diseases or ailment? Heck no. But I'm with the, you know, the, the thought process of let's put all the chances on our side. Um, and also, you have two young daughters, right? Mm -hmm. So for you, for example, it'd be teaching them a healthier lifestyle from the get-go that it is part of their life to go do groceries mm -hmm. with you and cook with you and all of that stuff. So I think there's a lot that we need to teach our kids that we have to take control back because in the, my God, 70s, 80s, um, you know, I, my mom used to, you know, cook really crappy food and I had Joe Louise and Coke and poutine and I mean, I'm You French really Canadian. are from the French Canadian. As soon as oh, you say I, that, totally, poutine, totally. Joe Louise, yeah. And I mean, yeah. she didn't know any better because mm -hmm. that was the age of, wow, the convenience, you know, it was just uh, all those process, you know, t I've never had mm -hmm. TV dinners, though I have to say I'm a little mm -hmm. bit... Uh, um, young, too young for, for those, but it was the convenience of the, the, the food prep. Uh, so I think it's coming back full circle that people want to cook more. So to answer back your question, are people more inclined now to uh, do things for prevention? I think so. I think the tide is really shifting, uh, but we have still a lot of work to do because oftentimes when things are not covered, a lot of people won't invest in themselves. And that's a whole different podcast that I've been on yeah. uh, with women not investing. And I, I don't mean to, to be sexist here, but a lot of women won't take the time or uh, the money to invest in themselves. And I always say, again, what are you teaching your, your kids? Right? I, I am so of the opposite thinking. And it's so frustrating because I really am of the belief the more I'm able to invest in myself and make myself healthy, and, and my energy levels and the way I'm, I'm, I'm feeding my body and, and keeping it active, the better mom, yeah. an example I am to my yeah. girls, the longer I'm going to be around, yeah. the more I have access to them understanding why this is working and why mom can do all of these things. Yeah. Uh, and I actually find I have more energy to do all of those things because I've invested that time into myself yeah. to do all those things with them. I'm going to get to the other kind of subjects and chapters, but I want to go back a little bit because you mentioned, you know, growing up in Montebello, uh, you know, you had the Joe Louis and the Pepsis and the Poutine, and yet you found yourself um, at the age of 14, 15, hospitalized yes. uh, from anorexia. Yes. And so I, I want to go there as to where the mind 
set set in because yeah. at that age when you realized you were you didn't want to die at that yeah. age you started yeah. to then that was when you started to reinvest that was definitely the the tipping point of probably most likely my why um, go back you know I'm 14 um, I'm hospitalized at Saint Justin in Montreal and I'm five foot nine so I was 89 pounds so you can think that it was it was not a, a pretty state and you know I, you I could have you died. were very sick I was very sick and back then there was no Google there was no nothing to do your own research my uh, psychiatrist was a 40 year old bearded man so how did I relate to him not whatsoever so for me uh, what really helped me was sports because I was a pretty decent uh, volleyball player and I got benched by my coach because he just wouldn't play me even though I was the best player. So um, He wouldn't play because he was scared you were going to... Uh, I was going to pass out. Yeah. Uh, we were at the Provincial somewhere in, in up north in Quebec and oh, I was so tick with him. And it's funny because I uh, saw him about uh, actually last year for a uh, high school reunion and uh, I, I had a good conversation with him and gave him a big hug and I said thank you for benching me you have no idea and he's like oh my god so it was just you know he was my phys ed teacher and 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 my coach and he benched me so I think the sports is really what saved me but it's been a journey you know for years and I always say it's kind of like being an alcoholic to me anyway I don't want to generalize for other people with uh, with eating disorders but for me it, you're always an alcoholic, you know, and that's that's what alcoholics will say. You always have an eating disorder. Now, am I consumed by it? No. Do I think about it most days? No. But I would be lying to you to say that it's not something that I constantly have to uh, bring to my own attention and say, what what are my behaviors? What am I doing with that? And do you consider them more like a demon, or is it just a, a little dark? Is it like a? I don't does even it, know. Does it does it peak its head, or is there a, sometimes a, a dark cloud no. over a decision? No, it's, no, it's no longer dark, which okay. is good, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. that's why you know I'm, I'm you know that's that was a long time ago. It's more a little you know, hey, you know, just be be careful with this or or whatever. Like for instance, if I go shopping and you know who likes to shop for swimsuits? Let's face it, <laughs> as women, you're like, oh my yeah. good lord, do they have to do the lighting this way? Uh, and then I start thinking, oh, I've got this, I've got that, and it's like, okay, no, I'm not going down that road. This is an amazing body you were given, uh, and I'm going to love it, and I'm going to cherish it with all that comes with it. So for me, I'm going to do all that I can to be, feel good in my own skin, but realize that it's not perfect, doesn't need to be perfect, and that I'm okay with that. So it's it's more that right. little awareness. And, it's, and, and you're talking the aesthetics of it, because yes. what you have done is given it all the right nutrients, yes. tools, um, activity to yes. make it as strong as possible. As possible, but right? again, I'm not perfect either, yeah. right? So, you know, we all have stressors in our life sometimes that, you know, kind of throw a, a curveball at you and you need to reset, re, you know, reevaluate your, your decisions. And, and you know, I, I like to talk about my, my not-to-do list that sometimes you're like, whoa, all right, okay, it's a bit much here. What can I take off the list that's not bringing me joy, satisfaction? And, you know, you need to do those reset points. So for mm-hmm. me, I think it's it's uh, it's most 
obviously there. But that passion of always learning, I think, stems from mm -hmm. that. Because like I said, there was no Google. I had to go to library index card. And <clears throat> my, my first degree is in human kinetic. And, you know, and again, thinking back, my roommate and I from, from Ottawa, you were talking. I mean, we used to live on muffin and and running and working out for two hours and and yet we were studying human <laughs> kinetics and doing those and and she had struggle with uh, eating disorder with an eating disorder as well so now knowing what i know if i can share that wisdom and with the online program that we'll touch about uh, upon a little bit later but for everyone that's gonna do the online program i want a gift to a young lady the program because I wish I had access to something like that and also a role model in the sense that you know if that 40 year old bearded psychiatrist had been you know a successful doctor or you know a successful whatever in any uh, you know in any field I think I would have said okay you know what like I, I can do this she's done it and you know so I think it's very important to this to isn't to those. downplay the 40 year old bearded psychiatrist that no. you worked with no not but, at all but in terms of that relevance of, yeah. of seeing of having this this vision yeah. of, of health and success and yeah. that it, the possibility yeah. of it. Yeah. And um, I think you do mm. the same for a lot of young ladies uh, in, in the city, Leanne. So kudos to you on, on that, right? But because you're involved with the gymnastic and they say, wow, look at this woman, busy with a career and so forth. But yet she finds the time to work out. She finds mm. the time to invest in herself. So thank you for, for yourself but being a role model. I'm trying to convince <laughs> other people. It's, it's so good. You feel so good afterwards. Okay, so, you know, I went on a little bit of a roundabout there. Um, we come back to kind of breaking down some of the sections as well. Yeah. One of the, the big ones, um, we're talking toxins. Yes. Uh, and I'm assuming in this one, we're kind of getting into environment. What is actually happening, yeah. you know, without us even really oh, Without us realizing, knowing. right? When I, I do um, many lectures, I get someone to come from on stage and we go over our daily routine oh as men or women right uh -huh. it's and it's just by the time we're out the door we've probably covered ourselves with 10 products and i'm not going overboard here and with you know let's say tons of foundations and, and yeah. all of that stuff so yes it's what we eat and 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 but uh, also what we put on our body because the skin is the biggest organ on the body so anything you put on your skin i always say to people ask yourself these questions looking at it would I eat it? And if the answer is no, then don't put it on your body. And nicotine patch or estrogen patch, why do you think it's a patch? Because it gets right into your bloodstream. You're actually better eating it because your, your um, acids and your digestive enzyme are probably gonna break down the product more you know, uh, efficiently to be de detoxified by your liver. What are the worst ones? What are like the, could you list right now like oh. your top five? Of, I, I, of, I even I can't like, like pretty much I'm thinking like I went on vacation and I like like the sunscreens you yes, know like I was just spraying huge. everyone down and you're I'm like there's no way I would have put that sunscreen in my mouth yeah you know yeah no not a chance yeah and, and the sad part and it's it's coming along quite well uh, I know there are good ones out on the market there are I didn't good purchase ones, <laughs> but a lot of the many of the more the healthier products 
don't always work as well as the other more chemically loaded mm -hmm. products. So people will go off, you know. And then also with the sunscreen, of course, you don't want to crisp yourself to, mm -hmm. you know, silly there, but you need the vitamin D. So we've been hiding and hiding, you know, vitamin D, we're all deficient. Like do a, a random vitamin D test with most, most people in Ottawa and we're probably everybody's deficient, right? So you do need some sun exposure. I think we've gone overboard. And then, you know, yes, find one that's, Natalie, that's healthier. I was in Costa Rica for merch break. I sprayed the kids first day, right? I spray the kids down. I've got my 30s. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I spray everything, get them covered. They looked, they called themselves like um, Teletubbies because <laughs> they were, their, their faces were so swollen. Oh, no. yeah, I could hardly see their oh, eyes no. because I I didn't realize, first of all, at Costa Rica, we were much closer to the equator than we've been when we're in Mexico or Dominican. Yeah. Um, and the kids needed 60, 75, Jeez. right, on, on their face. And so, like, I felt like I had done everything. Yeah. But, and so then I started to go, oh, my God, I've just now skin cancer. Now they've got – they're going to have – constantly a sensitivity because it was so badly you know oh that it's going to be a constant like this is now the rest Aww. of their lives kind of thing <laughs> and I'm thinking that and then by the last day because then they had to hide out really for like two yeah. three days and then by the last day I'm trying to push them back out in the sun because I'm like I want you to get <laughs> some vitamin to get D. Some exposure oh it was just I'm like it's like this yeah. you know we, yeah. we play it's like do we good and bad and it's you know and, and it's a balance my husband's act, like why right? are you putting them back out in the sun and I'm like because they're, they're pale white <laughs> They've just lasted an entire Canadian winter, and I want them to kind of have some, you know, oh some vibrancy. But yeah. he's like, that's... And, and, and I'm not pathetic. saying it's easy. No. I am not pretending uh, I have all the answers. And then you could have added to that, you know, bug repellent on top of that. Oh, we did. Know? I had so that. I had the go. sunscreen and the bug repellent. Of so, course, right? So, so is, are there tools then on what we should be doing or how to hack some of those well, when we're talking about the that, toxins. I mean, yeah. I, I do talk yeah. about it in the book. And you may remember a few years ago, I had Adria Vassell from, uh, who wrote the two books, Ecoholic Home. Yes, and I remember that. Body. Yeah. Great resource. I, I go back to her books all the time. Okay, and just so. for people who are, I mean, I remember doing the interviews, yeah. but what, what is Adria the focus there? Adria is a Canadian author uh, out of Toronto, and she's a journalist. So she's come up with those two books that are analyzing many, many products and she's giving them, you know, thumbs up or thumbs down in terms of toxicity and so forth. So um, I think uh, she's being called the, the, the queen of, of green. So she's really into the green movement and the no waste. Uh, I know she just did a, a podcast on the no waste. Um, so she she's great. Uh, so for her, it's not just the environment, but also what we're putting. So great resource to, yeah. to, to go to. So yeah. And again, the awareness, I think, you know, like I said, people don't realize, you know, that by the time you're out the door, it's 12 products and people will say, no, no, no. Well, toothpaste and deodorant and shampoo and conditioner and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. So and again, unfortunately, um, you have to be careful with marketing because um, cosmetic is not regulated uh, like, you know, the, the foods mm -hmm. that are uh, organic. So you can look you can look for the Eco Cert logo. That's a good one to have. But again, it's it's uh, it's a bit of a jungle out there so you have to do your due diligence and look and sometimes it gets even more complex because some brands have you know 80% of their products that are pretty darn good but they've got a, a smaller percentage that are not as good so good brand but you know they mm -hmm. slacked off a little bit on on this one because 
the consumers want results. So if they take products that are toxic, but then whatever product, like your shampoo mm. is not, you know, foaming as much as you'd like, then the person's not going to buy it. That's right? so true, though. Sometimes I do that. I've gotten yeah. and I'm like, this is just not going to do the trick. Yeah. I want to feel like yeah. that yeah. lather, yeah. you know. Again, it's yeah. all that conditioning, right? Yeah. No point intended. Right. But, yeah. You know. um, when we're talking about the toxins, on the other side, you have the detox, right? Yes. You, you have the toxins coming in, yes. but then you want to be able to do these detoxes. Yeah. And my goodness, the amount of detox programs. programs yeah that are out there. I mean, what are we referring to? Like, what is it that you like to tell your patients a proper detox or what they should expect from one? What doesn't work? I've seen, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't even asked you this ever, but like, I've seen some of those colon, like, like, the, uh, the, like, the colonics, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, and then like yeah. people post them, and it's like yeah. the longest tube of you know, like it's disgusting. <laughs> some people post too much on social yeah, media. Yes, they do. Like, what are some of the differences, or what people need to understand is is healthy, proper, yeah. and so what it's doing. Let's go back to personalized medicine. This podcast is brought to you by Extension Marketing. They are a new breed of marketing agency that acts as your virtual marketing department, designing and implementing cost-effective marketing strategies that will grow your business. I can speak to this personally, as I've been using the Extension Marketing team to help me launch and grow my business. Founder Pat Whalen has been a lifesaver for me, a genuine coach guiding me along the way into uncharted territory. Tell them you're a friend of the show and receive a free one-hour consultation. Check them out at extensionmarketing.com. So I cannot answer your questions because I don't know who's in front of me. So is a just cleansing, juicing diet, uh, clean eating good enough for one person? Sure. Does another one need uh, homeopathic remedies to make sure the kidneys are flushing and the lymphatic system is flushing? Sure. Does someone need a bit more aggressive because their gut, they have leaky gut and their gut's not absorbing and it's... And that gut health is crucial for overall health. It's crucial. There's a whole section. Or is it someone who had mercury filling and now has heavy metal uh, toxicity? So no... Uh, I named five scenarios. None of these scenarios will have the same protocol. So I think it's not even fair to to you know put everybody in the same basket. But that being said, we know that you know eat your broccoli. You know cruciferous Brussels sprouts. They have you know properties that will help us uh, detoxify. So I'm all about food first, then you know supplementation. You know mm-hmm. if you need it, and everybody's scenario is a little bit different okay how are people then detoxing the system so you know you have detox teas you were talking the juices is i when i refer to to that colon what what uh, what is that colonic it's literally uh pumping water uh through your colon and it flushes your colon which again can be good but you know it does get rid of certain bacteria. Do you have more of the good ones or the bad ones? Like there's no, you know, there's no one size fits all. So, um, uh, are some more dangerous? Dry, than blush, dry brushing is a is a good way. Sweating, what? exercising, sauna. Like people need to sweat. When I hear people say, "Oh, I, I don't sweat. I don't like sweating," I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Right. So everything can well, not everything, but a lot can come out out, out of our pores. So, so that's for one sure. of the like the sweat oh, of sure. our exercise sure. is our own natural for sure. detox. For sure. For sure. 
And I, I have a sauna at home, best purchase we've ever made. But again, if I have, which I used to have, mercury filling, for me to do a sauna, I'm sitting in my own toxin in my nice little sauna. So again, are sauna good for people? Yes, but if you have mercury filling still in your mouth, it might not be uh, a good thing. And going with mercury filling, we can talk about yeah. brain health and Alzheimer and all of that stuff. So that's why people get confused. And that's why you need to, you know, have, I talk, uh, I think it's section 11, your wellness team. You know, if health is not your field, you know, you need a wellness team. You need, you know, doctors and, and, and coaches and trainer to help you figure out what's best for you. And, you know, I see your eyes are going, oh, my God, how am I going to figure this out? But I see it as fun. I see it as, woohoo, you know, it's, it's like, let's try to figure that puzzle, Because you right? know what it's like to feel good. Yes. yes. See, you see it as fun because when you feel good, yes. you feel like you can do so much. Oh, but yes. for someone that's listening and is low energy, yeah. hasn't been to the gym, uh, yeah. their bodies are sore, yeah. they can't get them moving, they're looking at us going. Yeah, and Nian, I, I so see that. I have so many patients that have fibromyalgia. Just yesterday, sitting on my chiropractic table, uh, had this woman, and I have this patient, she's 60, chronic pain so much, and on so much medication, she's depressed, uh, she's trying to get help through the system, and she's literally on six different medications. She's at her wit's end, and I was so worried for her, you know? So the next step is, you know, whatever professional she's going to, to see, but this is, starting to be an alarming amount of people coming in with ailments like that. And you're right, it is a vicious cycle that the less you feel good, the less you want to do, the less energy mm -hmm. and, and so forth. So I mean, it's a domino effect person. negatively. And then it's a domino effect on the positive side when things start to yep. kind of run in. Yep. Uh, you know, we had um, Kent McLeod in from NutriCamp yes. talking about deprescribing yes. of medicine. And yes. so when you talk about a woman coming in in her 60s on six different mm -hmm. medications, is that the start for you? Is 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 kind it of is, going? It's funny that you ask this yeah. because as I was getting this morning, getting ready this morning, I was listening to a podcast of a friend of mine, and I will say that uh, the question for him was, "Who's your ideal patient?" And I will answer that by saying, the ideal patient is someone that is on no medications at all because. It gets really... That's what you want to get them yes. to. Okay. And, and I'm like, you don't have someone coming in going, hey, I'm on... You, no. no and that's you know what I, you're trying to get them yes. to, right? Yeah. I'll explain yes. why. You know, some medications are, are not interacting with a lot of stuff, and you can do a pretty darn good job at going with food and supporting, you know, their basic nutrition, maybe with some basic supplement, and it's not interfering. But all the... Well, not all, but most psychotropic... Uh, drugs you can't mix with any herbs or anything so when somebody comes in to see me I'm not gonna name any drugs but with a, a slew of, of drugs I just I just want to cry because my hands just go down like this and say dang you know I can't take them off of those drugs neither would I want to take them off those drugs and it needs to be done in a certain fashion so I start at the other end and try to rebuild their base. But do you know how long and discouraging it is? And that poor patient sitting on my chair, you know, she's been seeing me for two months. She's seeing some difference, but 
she's so discouraged. She she's really trying. She's drinking her water and eating her veggies and but doing all that. But the you reversal get, takes time. Y- yes, and like I said, the, the ideal person would be to to ask for help when those symptoms are coming before you get bombarded with those extra chemicals. And again, I'm not judging anybody that's taking, you know, medication for depression and anxiety. Um, because sometimes, like I said, life throws you curveball mm-hmm. and you might need that. But try to look at it in a, a solution in the short uh, term and try to see what else you can do to rebuild your base so you can, you know, start to feel better and have that energy and, and so forth. So, Okay. With that, we kind of fast forward a couple of chapters <laughs> and sections and we kind of get to the vitamins and the hormones, yeah. you know, and things that you are using to help yeah. the system and then things that you might want to be kind of kicking out exactly. of the system. Yeah. So how much emphasis did you want to put on those chapters, on those sections? of? Well, I think that's the thing. Uh, it's funny when I, I started writing the book, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself any limits. And I write, I wrote the book while I was doing my uh, functional medicine training with the Institute of Functional Medicine. And, you know, all the modules were all interrelated because, like we said, the, 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 the gut is crucial. So you talk about brain issues and now we're really finding more, I mean, we've known this for a long time, but gut-brain connection, right? So healing the gut will oftentimes heal the brain because serotonin is, you know, our happy hormone and it's produced close to 80% in the gut. So people that have IBS and leaky gut, ding, 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 first sign, hello, it's not working well here. So heal the gut and then the brain will follow, but it's, you know, it's, People don't necessarily think of that uh, that way. So I think all of those sections are connected. Mm-hmm. You know, the gut, yeah. the brain, the hormones. Um, so many women come and, you know, expect that it's normal to have, you know, crappy, painful periods, to be cranky, to have bad menopause. And yet, no, it's your body telling you that maybe you're not, uh, your progesterone estrogen is not balanced. Maybe you're not flushing your less, um, I, I used to, uh, don't want to say the, the words less good, but that's, you know, the, the, the estrogen that's more toxic. Did you want to say like shitty? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this you is the best be. part about being having this platform. I don't have to worry about what really comes well, out of my mouth. With, yeah. with health, it's, it's, you know, there is no real bad and real good, if you know what I mean, because what's, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not black and white like this, because mm-hmm. I don't have any issues uh, swearing or cursing either. <laughs> but in that sense, that's uh, that's what I meant, that there's there's a more toxic estrogen. There's a estrogen that's more carcinogenic to us. So you want to make sure that you stay away from those xenoestrogen uh, that are estrogen mimickers that will like, you know, like lead what? to cancer. So all the parabens, the BPA, all the, the plastic, all of that stuff. That, that's know, playing, like there's a reason why that's on the packaging yeah exactly exactly and that is affecting that's mimicking and and um debalancing if your hormone if you want uh and then stress is a big thing too because 
um, cortisol, which is produced by the adrenals. And as we age, women uh, are ovaries and uh, are not producing as much uh, estrogen and progesterone. And if you go, go, go all the time, you're going to have adrenal fatigue. And then your, your adrenals won't be able to kick in when you need to. So that stereotype of, oh, I'm fatigued, I'm fatigued, it's to be taken very seriously, right? Hey. You know oh what I'm talking gosh. about. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's, I remember because over the years we have talked about, you know, things and, and we're both active and fit. And, and every time we would do these interviews, I would kind of tell you how I'm feeling or what's mm -hmm. going on. And, of course, there was the sleep deprivation part of it, which was huge. And then me understanding that my eating healthy and being active was counterbalancing. Like that was what was allowing me to continue this schedule yeah. for so long. But I always found that I had right around my stomach. I, it was like this, like this swelling. Like it yeah. was like this – you know, handful that I yeah. just couldn't do anything about. And, and now kept, that Because it was well? the cortisol, right? And yeah. it was just, it was sitting. Like, it was almost like I could just point to it and say, yeah. this is my lack stress. of sleep, stress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember thinking, like, I wonder what it's going to be like a couple months of mm -hmm. having, of my body being accustomed to having this sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's funny because Tony will say, like, your system like your whole my whole body well, has shifted. has shifted like the it's it's just it's like melting yeah because it, it's finally it's realizing I think for a while it took its time because it wasn't quite sure what yeah. the, like it, I yeah. my body I think thought I was teasing it she's just on a little bit of an extended vacation so it wasn't like it happened but I found as the months went on my yeah. body was like no I don't have to hold on to this cortisol totally anymore cortisol. and it was almost like I was saying yeah. goodbye cortisol like yeah, every yeah, like yeah, it just yeah. slowly slowly yeah. and I based that I didn't change anything else no. in my life other than yeah. at the sleep and yeah. my body reacted yeah. you know so when you were talking about that all those years and I'm like I can't do anything about it it's yeah. and you're like well until you yeah get and that the, sleep, it wasn't going to do anything such a thing as cortisol steel that your cortisol uh, is going to steal the building blocks of certain hormone, you know, estrogen, DHEA, and progesterone, literally is going to steal the building block. So that a, a, a woman has, you know, PMS or menopausal sim symptoms, you need to address the adrenal first, or else the adrenal glands are just going to keep stealing the building blocks, and you're you're spinning your wheel. So, and then you know, we could do a in the book a whole section on inflammation and if your well, cells are inflamed and they're not going to communicate let's talk about that because yeah. inflammation was another thing and when you talked about people are coming in right yes. usually it's pain yeah you have the pain or the pleasure inflammation yeah. is huge and chronic inflammation mm -hmm. not just you know i tweak my back uh, you know weekend warrior kind of thing that over the weekend inflammation is basically the the, the new you use the word demon earlier it, it's it's the new you know uh demon in everybody's life and the name of the game as i say is to decrease the inflammation because inflammation is what arthritis it's diabetes it's high blood pressure it's any heart condition really and it's even cancer so prevention now is making sure that your cells are communicating properly and to do that if there's inflammation the communication won't happen so nothing good is able or you know less of the good mm -hmm. thing is able to get into the cell and vice versa the toxins will be stuck they're in the staying. cell and they're they can't come out is that food like where where is when you talk about toxins are stuck and you're not having a, a steady flow food? where is that where is that uh, again, first so things. someone's listening to this going okay i'm inflamed i can feel i have the pain what is their first and second i would thing to say 
well, it's, it's I know, equal, I know. Yeah. Equal plane, really, but what they put on their skin and on their body, do a full assessment of that, and then the food. So processed foods and sugar. Get away from sugar. And even fruits, be careful. I mean, it's it's still fructose and it's still, you know, uh, can create some, some infl- inflammation, especially if people have mm-hmm. candida and, and yeast infection and so forth. So those two things for sure. And then we go back to sweating. You know, if you're not sweating, you're not uh, releasing those toxins. So I think those things are very crucial. And it's, it's kind of like back to basic, right? My grandparents had a farm and, you know, I remember vaguely, but I remember going to the farm and I'm sure they opened the door, went to the garden, picked their vegetable. We're killing this chicken tonight and this uh, this cow for tomorrow and whatever. Go back to basic because eating is pretty simple when you think about it. If it's too prepared and too packaged, you know, you know already that it's it's not good for you. It all happen because of convenience and that on-the-go lifestyle mm-hmm. to, to be able to grab and go, right? So, uh, You were talking about your, your grandparents having mm-hmm. this farm, right? Yeah. But then, uh, you know, if that was your grandparents, then, then your mom, is that, your mom grew up? Is that, she or is grew that, up, okay. yeah, but then the era of the Jolie and Poutine okay. and, and, and TV that dinners. caught up with her. And, and I know we were talking before we started to film this, and I'm really sorry, but, I, you know, your mom had... I would say pretty early onset Alzheimer's, yes, right? And yes. And 70... 73. Yes. 73 right now, yeah. hospitalized. Yes. And yes. likely not coming back at... Like, you look at it, and so for you, there was a science behind it, right? You wanted to look at genetics. You wanted mm-hmm. to look at a number of different factors. Being in this medical profession, like being on top of everything, yeah. how frustrating was it for you to see this oh. occur in a, in a very yeah. young yeah and it still is Leanne. It, it still is so here i am you know knowing all this stuff and i'm i'm i would say my parents had a pretty decent lifestyle compared to most um you know i, I mean i can always compare to uh, myself and, and my mom not as active as as i i was and career very important a lot of stress she was on three types of you know back in the days hormone replacement therapy she had uh, thyroid issues and then anxiety so she would use a a sleeping pill uh, often at night so 30 years of doing this maybe not you know completely um, will have to your chemical load and i'm not saying that's the cause at all because we don't know but one thing's for sure is I got her tested and one of the uh, Alzheimer gene that we know and again this is a disease that there's a lot of studies that that uh, need to happen to understand it's fully because the brain is so complex but she doesn't have the gene the um, APOE genes for Alzheimer's so to me it brings it back to again uh, making me it's hitting home even more on my mission because unfortunately right now my mom is beyond help. Uh, I mean, I will love her mm-hmm. to, to death is, is pretty much all I can do right now and just bring her some, some food from home and that kind of stuff. But being in an institution, I have less control on what's happening. So here's a point that's really hitting home for me that what can I do? What can I say to light up 
a, a, a light bulb in somebody's head and say, you know what, I can do this and I want to do this and I should do this. And if I do this, I'm putting all the chances on my side that I will not have brain issues because it's an ugly disease. It really is an ugly disease. Um, and like I said, it's just, you know, it, it, it make, it's making me grow as a person, I can tell mm -hmm. you, because the time that I'm spending with her, um, you know, my interaction with her and, and even my, my communication, uh, physical communication, I go there and, you know, I bring some cream and I massage her and I try for her to feel the love because her head is not even able to completely conceive it, um, you mm -hmm. know, interpret it as if it makes any sense. So, again, here's an, another big why for me to keep encouraging and motivating and, and because that's what I want to do. I, I never want to sound like, oh, my God, I can't do this and nag, nag, nag. No, it, it's, it's not, it's it's not, not a nagging. the point. It's like it's, the point to me is we've been given this amazing body to take care of and do what we can uh, that's the best for it, right? We're given one. Yes. I, I, you know, we have one I, I, as a vessel, right? We yeah. have one vessel. And sometimes yeah. I don't understand how some people just think there's no option. There's no option B. There, you're not no, getting, you're not getting another one. I call it, there's no dress rehearsal. No. You know, it just, yeah. And I know it sounds really cliche and you would have told me that 10 years ago. I, my, my intellectual brain understood it, but as I'm getting older, I'm like, wow. You know, I'm, I'm you know, like I said, now if I go in a change room and I don't perfectly see what I, uh, you know, like what I see, I'm okay with it. Like, you know, it just. It's working. It's working <laughs> for you. Uh, I, I want I to hit on like two more things before we go because um, when we talk about keeping it up, our immune systems, right? Yes. It's this, I think we're, we start with that and it triggers into yeah. everything else. What are people going to be able to, as they're going through the Hack Your Health habits and going through all of these different sections, are they going to be able to take this point from this section? It will correlate with number 0.5D in Chapter 2. Like it will all it, kind of it, encompass itself. Exactly because gut. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to the gut. Your immune system is in a great part located in the gut. So people, again, that have been labeled with IBS that, you know, okay, learn to live with it. There's not much. It's, again, that, that, that fire alarm that tells you that there is inflammation in the gut. So therefore, the immune system may not be working optimally. And then other symptoms that I get all the time, allergies, eczema, asthma. These are your first sign that your immune system is taxed. Uh, just yesterday, uh, you know, a fellow that I've known for years, and he's like, oh, you sound a little bit stuffy, Andrew. He's like, yeah, allergies, everybody's got them. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying, I'm not judging right. you because some people meet, move from different city and Ottawa is a valley, and yeah. it's, you know, some years are worse than others. But I'm just saying that, Technically, this is your body's first sign to tell you the first line of defense is of, is offended here. Let's try to, you know, dig into it and see how we may be able to manage and increase the efficiency of your of your immune system. So the body's smart and it will try to tell you, but it will also try to compensate. It's so 
um, lenient, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's an amazing machine, but to the detriment sometime that then the symptoms are gone, we talk about the pain, then, you know, we forget about it, right? There's even something that the body will do from a neurological point of view called retracing, that when the body starts healing itself, it will retrace some of the past symptoms that people may have had, for example, headaches or, or mm -hmm. things like that. So it's an amazing machine. We, we, we understand part of it. We don't understand it fully. Um, but again, I go back to that personalized medicine and, and it's everybody's duty to figure out what works for them. Nobody's going to do them, uh, do that for you. Don't even expect your medical practitioner to do that. They're too busy with, with other things. Like it's really you that have, has to find those answers, um, and find, like I said, your, your wellness team. And if you know you're weak in one area, well, hire someone to, to, to help you because you're right. You and I have tons of energy, you know, and I want people to experience that, you know, yeah. just bouncing, you know. Yeah. Or, you, or you just, you forgot something. You go to the car and you forgot something and it's upstairs. Yeah. I just run back in and run up the stairs and come back and I'm not winded, you know, yeah. but for some people, yeah. the, the mere thought of like, oh my God, gotta I got to go, go yeah, and yeah. I got to go back and this is it. It's like every day I'm just, you know, yeah. trying to get them like that one step closer. And the amount of... The, productivity overall too because you'll be more productive as a mother you'll oh, be like more productive as a wife the you'll, trickle you know, the domino just, effect yeah. is, like is said, really remember so it's so cliche, but, but it's, we're it's getting so we're gonna get people there we are getting people there uh you talked about kind of the work aspect of this like there there's other programs that you're incorporating yes, so i want to so, get to that before we wrap things up uh, yeah i was on a conference call getting here today and um and I said to her, she, you know, new person that's working with me, and I said to her, for people who know me well, they know I make everybody work, <laughs> and it's true. And when I say work, it's it's I, I mean also think, yeah. you know. So to me, um, I want people to implement and think. So the playbook is yeah. doing this, and then I'm in the midst right now of creating an online program. You know, you log in, username and password. I've recorded tons of videos, and you walk through this five transformation process that you know awareness and at the end you get certified as a health hacker so seriously yeah we're having you have a to be able to do that. that does that include is the woman's name cindy you have like this this Catherine, person yes, oh it's yes, Catherine. Yes, yeah, yeah. uh but you have this kind of fictitious character yes yeah of which i read Catherine, and she's like she's mom she's 42 she's got yeah. two kids Recognize you know that i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> hello. hello um so you you have this Catherine character yeah run itself through the book asking questions yeah. or kind of yeah we wanted yeah. to make it you know i wanted to make it fun that you know either somebody would really yeah. identify or look up to this person or you know one so it's it makes the book um, lighter to read, mm -hmm. I find. Uh, even lighter. though it's 10 lighter, pounds, even though it's ten pound right? Where where are people able to get this? I know that I had like the pre. I yes, had the nice signed the, uh, pre VIP, copy um, yes. edition. So I have been picked up by a American publisher, okay. which will give me a, a broader reach. So the uh, book launch is set for the end of September. So now people can go on hackyourhealthhabit.com and just sign up to be notified when the book is going to be launching 
um, and the academy uh, as well and, and so forth. So for now, it's, uh, yeah, go on the website to just uh, raise and your hand that you want to be notified. Uh, the book, the official book launch will be on uh, in September, which I'm excited. It's it's crazy. So, but you can go on hackyourhealthhabits.com. I've been looking at the website, but it pretty much breaks down and it will yes. kind of go through yeah. uh, what it is that you're going to be getting. You had a whole bunch of these at the Ottawa Health and Wellness Expo. You yes, had a I massive... printed a hundred yes. and I called them my VIP yeah. group and we've created this uh, phase group. Um, private Facebook group and we're are there any left over from that and, oh yeah great uh, are there any left of the hundred that were there uh, nope they're all gone <laughs> I was gonna try to say if you could you know what nope. if somebody if someone wants to borrow my copy yes. I'm at this point because they're like you know yeah, uh, yeah. you know if you want to borrow my copy send yeah. me a message actually yeah. uh, funny enough that you say that I had given my dad a copy and I had to retrieve it because <laughs> I needed one so I'm but, gonna let uh, you I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of have mine out as a library book yeah. right now if you want to kind of come in and and DM. I'm I'm good for that. Yeah. I want people to be able to experience this. Uh, and then of course your practice is out in Orleans. Yes. For those that yes, are in the yes, city yeah, uh, listening yeah. to this, uh, yeah. and that's still kind of as busy as crazy. As yeah, it is. And I'm really um, doing more of the functional medicine a- approach to things and trying to figure out how I'm going to fit that in. And the program, the online program, was really designed to give people a piece of me without me completely being with them. Mm-hmm. And this way, I can also make it really affordable so if you're willing to put the time and energy you're going to get so much value but for the people that you know need the specific help or have a a specific condition and so forth then you know i can work on one with people if i can't help i have tons of friends that are great naturopathic doctors in the ottawa area i have some friends now i mean um virtual health uh, now can be done through skype i have access to um the practitioners with the institute of functional medicine so there's always a solution or a light at the end of a tunnel if you want to Find, so, you know, find something that's going to increase your, your health, energy, and vitality. I'm going to have you back on in September. Okay. We'll kind of go through that the book is, you know, officially. Okay. And then we'll talk about the functional medicine because, mm-hmm. like, that was, like, an entire couple years yeah. of your life also. Yeah. Just, we've got an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. Like, My God, I'm, I'm like, you know wow. what? So it, it's, it's, a, it's a little crazy with that. So there's there's so much. And I think that's what's exciting is that when you're so passionate about yeah. it, you're just, you're constantly learning yeah. and you're finding ways to evolve it and be able to. Yeah kind of get people and hit them with the right chord that yeah. they, they say and, it's And I it's go back to, to, it doesn't have to be hard and let's make it fun. <laughs> like I'm all about fun. Like if something is not gonna be fun, forget it. Now, there are some, you know, for some people working out, you and I love it, mm-hmm. but some people may not. So I know I have a patient that's starting Zumba and ballroom dance. Like she loves that. Well, great, you know, find something you like. You're Life's moving. too short to not mm-hmm. do something that uh, you love and see it as you're the Sherlock Holmes of your own health. Okay, you got to figure out, okay, what works for me? And doesn't mean because it works for somebody else that it's going to be, you know, the mm-hmm. best thing for you. And don't be tr- don't be shy to you know, try different things, try different food, try different restaurants, try different workouts, try different things, have fun with it. That's a great piece there. Thank you. You're welcome. Dr. Natalie Beauchamp uh, was able to join us, and uh, we have the hackyourhealthhabits.com, uh, and then it's Sante Chiropractic. Is that the yeah. website for yeah. um, for your practice? Uh, and always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Leanne. And there you have it. You were my 10th. That's episode 10. Yay! Yay! Uh, of Living Your Life with Leanne Lang. You can check it out, and of course, extensionmarketing.com if you're looking for more information.
What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.